Thunderation! Welcome to Push to Shout, episode 83, recording I'm, live from a thunderstorm. I'm waiting for I'm the day. Mike. I'm waiting for the day where, well, now it's not going to happen because I'm going to tell you about it. But I've always wondered, you know, we sit there in silence for about five seconds as you play your little intro music. And we're just sitting there in silence looking at each other. <laughs> and I've always wondered if you would just not say anything and just let us go live and you sit there and just wait for the music to end. <laughs> and I'm surprised you haven't done it. And now you can't because I've already ruined the joke. So I could do it. It would just not be as funny. Yeah. And just be more sadistic. It would just which be is lame. what we're all about. Welcome yeah. to Push to Shout. Um, this is a podcast that me and this guy up here, um, we do. We talk. Uh, we look at you. With our eyes and faces. And we talk about video games. Skippy, did you play a video game? I, what is a video game? I've played some video games. Video games are a uh, form of media in which you interact uh, with an electronic... Okay, no one cares. Um, I've played some games, but no new ones. i played some more Doom. It seems still alright. Uh, I, I just got out of hell. Okay. The first okay. time, I'm sure you go back. Uh, it's a good yeah, game. Buddy. It's a good game. It really is. It continues to be good. Uh, it continues to take forever to launch. I have to like wait two or three minutes. It, just really? With nothing happening. Yeah. Did you ever update up. the drivers? Yeah. I don't know. Something's fucked okay. up with it. Uh, but whatever. Uh, yeah, that's good. I've played some more Dirt Rally. That's good. Uh, and I've played some more Rocket League, and that's good. And I've got nothing left to say about any of those things. Really? Yeah, I basically feel the same way, except for one exception. I mean, I've just been playing a lot of games I've already played, uh, like Overwatch and Rhythm Heaven, and nothing new to say there, really. Um, I do want to say... I don't know, I'm talking like this. But uh, Overwatch added all that, like, Summer Olympics stuff. They don't call it the Olympics, because that's trademarked. So they they call it the Summer Games. Right. The Overwatch 2016 Summer Games. And um, it's done it. It's done the impossible. It's added, like, a um, a Zarya skin that I can tolerate to look at. Um, So that's a pretty big, important update. Um, They managed to make Tracer look even more annoying. She has a clock on her chest that says one three three seven. What? Uh, which is, yeah, it's it's very uh very funny. That's awful. Classic joke. No, it's I think it's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like a blast from the past, which right. is where she's from because she. Uh, is she a time traveler? She is. I guess that's the point. Maybe that's what they're going for. I didn't they're know she was a time digging traveler. up ancient memes like late speak and. Uh, that's yeah, a time traveler from the year two thousand and three. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense then. Okay, I'll I can. It's I can not. She's not that. actually. She's not. Oh. I thought it. I, well, I mean, the fact that she is she a time traveler or is she not? Because it would make yeah, sense. Yeah, but like it would make sense if she was. Well, I don't think that's what they were going for. That I think it's it would a be clock because she's a time traveler. But it's one three three. That is us. That is what we bring to the table as creative dynamos. That's not there. We Hire put us, that Blizzard. there. Hire us. We added that. It's called adding context, which is what we as genius writers do. Um, I did play a good game, though. A good new game. And it's called Abzu. I've heard much about it. And you're a cat thing. I know that's not true. You're a cat-looking thing. Give me that much. And I, you're you're, you're, you look like a scuba diver to me. Well, yeah, but you got like little pointy kind of cat-looking ears. I and didn't kind of looks like a cat. Uh, anyway, it's made... I don't know how much of the team carried over, but I'm pretty sure it's the art director on Journey. And yes, it is the art musician? director. And it has to be the musician because the music sounds exactly yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah. It has to be. I forgot his name, but he's... Yeah. Wintory. Austin Wintory? Yep, yep, that's it. I don't know where I pulled uh, that out of. Yeah, I I bought the game and I played it. Uh, how, how is it? <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, just immediately, it's not as good as Journey. Yeah. When, you, when I finished Journey for the first time, it was like a real heavy thing where I was just... I, I just had to admire it for a second. 
Yeah. And Abzu was just really beautiful on every level, but it didn't quite have the same, like, I don't know, it's not... I, is it a story? I guess it's the story of Journey. Journey has Journey has the story that you're uncovering of like some sort of civilization, a very very shallow story told on the walls or whatever, like the murals of the city rising and falling and the war happening. That's not really but what I mean, I mean by the story. I mean like the thing that you actually play through. The actual through. journey. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. There's. I of, think. I mean, I wouldn't call it a story, but there's definitely a there's definitely an arc there. Yeah. There's, yeah. I think part of what what makes this true and I don't I haven't even said much about Abzu yet, but uh in Journey, first thing you see is the mountain and you can see it the whole time. You're always yeah. moving towards it and from the very beginning you have one goal. Abzu kind of starts out the same way where it starts above the water and it kind of zooms all the way through it and you get deeper and deeper and deeper into the ocean. That scene alone is really, really cool. It, it looks like you're going into space and it's just yeah. really beautiful in every way. And then it shows some like purple glowing thing at the bottom of the ocean, like a mechanical thing. And that's where you're trying to get to. But you don't like swim directly down to it or anything. You kind of... Right. It's like you're swimming around these areas and kind of going deeper, and then you get into these like mechanical things that suck you in, and then you go down portals. You go to a like hub area where you're swimming above the water, like in the stars, and it's really cool. But it's like you're just warping around a little bit, and mm. it doesn't have that same. I'm just walking up toward that mountain. Is this that simplicity the, is, was good? Is this the Dark Souls two? Of Journey? No. <laughs> no. Not, not as disappointing? Oh, definitely not. No, no, no. Uh, it has... Uh, it definitely has a lot of flower in it, too. Maybe even more mm. flower than Journey. Um, you know, one thing it's worth noting is that all the fish in the game are real fish. It's not like a zany yeah. kind of No Man's Sky uh, creature bestiary that they got going on it's actual species whenever you grab onto fish which is the thing you can do you can, like grab onto the fish and they'll pull mm. you around and it'll show you the name of the fish and then you can meditate this is kind of cool um i think cooler in theory than in practice because the way it works is you can meditate on these statues you can flip around to individual fish swimming mm -hmm. around in the area and just focus on one of them at a time and see what they're called and what they're doing um, but in practice, it's like you try to flip to the next fish and it's just taking you to every individual fish in like a school of fish. So it's like, um, I don't know what the actual name of the fish was, but like trout fin, trout fin, trout fin, trout fin. Right. The camera's just jerking around and you're looking at different trout fins and you just want to see what the next fish was. But those I feel like are there should be another button that just switches points. the species instead of the individual fish. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. I mean, it does have some of the emotional oomph of Journey. Um, the shark, in particular, is a, is a very good character. Um, but I think it's not just... Journey was so straightforward and well done, and I don't think this is quite as, like, I don't know, hard-hitting for a number yeah. of reasons. But, like, the art, obviously, is beautiful. Um, just really fluid to play probably the best swimming mechanics in a game which you know you would expect in a game all about swimming but yeah but games never get that right it's true it defaults the control scheme to inverted and at first interesting I, I didn't really you know i don't play games that way but i found that it actually was a lot easier to swim around when i had the swimming controls inverted right um i don't know why but it just it felt a lot more natural uh, what is there to really say about it? I mean, you can't like redescribe the game because almost all of the value comes from the presentation and the way it yeah. actually it looks doesn't have, and moves and sounds. It doesn't have the multiplayer stuff that Journey has. That's does also it? true. Yeah. It doesn't have that. Right. That alone, really connecting with one other person, going on the journey with you. That, that was, was pretty the big. coolest part. Yeah. of Journey, I think definitely. Uh, if, but I mean. <laughs> This was part of how I think this is part of what made it cool, but it's kind of sad that like some people just don't really get that that full experience. Like maybe they have someone jump in and out of their game, but like like when my when I watched my uh, sister and brother in law play it, they had someone jump in for 
a small section of it and then they never saw anyone else. And it was like, well, that's disappointing. Um, but the fact that that can happen, like it wouldn't be the same if they, if they replace it with an AI or anything like that. But yeah, that I, and, and Abzu's what, like $20? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I that, was happy it with sounds... it. It was very short, but I was yeah, satisfied with what I got out of it. Yeah. It's also got the, um, I think the multiplayer and journey is super, super important because that's it's that seems to be a game about like connecting with other people and flower is obviously like nature yeah this is also its eyes on a bigger thing like that in like ecology right. in the ocean and that you know i i don't want to just describe it all but um it does have a kind of aim like that i just don't think it was necessarily as interesting or like directly translatable into fun gameplay as journey was but still like head and shoulders above most little short game experiences like this i mean this i'm okay with people questioning whether this kind of thing is a game or not because you're really (laughs) you're just kind of moving through this thing right um but i didn't mind journey i mean journey had there were game things in journey there was platforming a tiny bit of puzzle stuff, and and you had to like avoid enemies. So there was true. some game in. I there mean, I'm, sure. I would call it a game, but whatever. Who cares if it's a game? Yeah, whatever. It's it's a guided adventure through the ocean, and probably one of the coolest, like a fish. In uh, I don't exactly know how to explain how that felt, but. It kind of forces you through these different, you know, like that same journey where you're silhouetted against like the sun and everything's golden and you're kind of hopping yeah. along the path. And the music you see... picks exactly. up and you yeah, yeah. slide down the hill. Yeah. There's a sequence like that where you're swimming alongside these blue whales and you're swimming directly down into the ocean. And at first it's just one behind you and you're silhouetted against it. And then, like, more blue whales start coming by, and then you're going at the same speed as them, and you're, like, weaving mm-hmm. in and out, and it's it makes you feel like a fish. Oh, one more thing. This is why it's working it on, the on PC. It makes you feel like a fish. The coolest thing in the game is there are, like, fish that swim together, but there are also legit schools of fish that are, like, you know, hundreds just circling around. You can swim into them face the camera directly at the fish and, like, swim against the current of fish, it's honestly incredible. Like, the fish, they all swim directly past the camera, and you can see them, like, parting around you as you try to force your way through. It's really one of the wildest things I've seen in the game. Like, visually, really, really cool. You should just watch a clip of that if you're not going to play the game. The schools of fish. Really good school of fish technology. Great work. <laughs> and that's about all I got to say about Abzu. It was worth my time. It is probably going to be worth yours. Buy it. Thumbs up. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> that that's it. You that's all that's what you brought to the table. It's not all I brought to the table. I mean, I saw uh, the world peace sketches by Million Dollar Extreme. They actually got their adult oh, swim show. I don't know what Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was wondering what that was. Okay, I, I was wondering what you were talking about. Okay. So they got their show on Adult Swim. The first two episodes have aired. They're really good. Really? Okay. Yeah. I I lost faith in them almost completely. When like for two years or so, it was basically just Sam Hyde going on um, probably like half ironic rants about Jews <laughs> yeah. destroying yeah, culture, never... <laughs> like. Uh, you never know what's real and what yeah, isn't. Yeah. World Peace is a return to form. It's The sketches are just on point. They're so funny. They got everything going for them. That classic editing style where they put care into it to make it exactly just that kind of texture that MDE always had. Um, the bumpers, you can tell that they made the bumpers themselves. There's like all this <laughs> yeah. crazy visual stuff going on. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really neat. And... Uh, they they did almost like a Tim and Eric bedtime stories kind of thing with it. With those were like the longer uh, shows that they made, where it's like one episode, eleven minutes long, about one thing. 
So there was an episode, it's like the wall show. I, f- I don't even remember what it was called, but Sam and Nick are in like these weird ass mechanical rigs, like wearing high heels and they're running a game show. And it's almost like this assisted living kind of rig where the chairs are like moving up and down mechanically while they're trying to like talk to the contestants. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just great. It's a great, uh, it's a great show. I'm very glad. Someone asked, did, glad did that you not like out. Kickstarter TV? I didn't see KSTV. I didn't pay I, for it. I've never, I've never, um, I've never like followed MDE closely or anything. Like my experience with them and Sam Hyde has been entirely like random videos. Uh, I, I remember one, I don't know if this was an official Kickstarter TV video or like a promotional video or what, but there was one video I saw where it begins with about a minute of Sam Hyde pointing at the camera and saying, if you have not donated to the Kickstarter, do not watch this video. This video is for donors only. If you are not a donor, close out of this video right now. And and so he, yeah. he, he gets through that. And then it's just a video of him going through the drive-thru for like five minutes. And it's actually, I, I can't possibly describe what this video is, but I do recommend <laughs> it. It's a good, look up Sam Hyde drive-thru. It's a, it's a good video. I, I, I don't even know why it's good. I don't know if I could tell you that, but it's it's good. It's worth watching. <laughs> um, all right, all right. I'll I'll say what uh I'll say what I've been doing over the last week, which is non video game related. Um, first of all, I watched The Big Short. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I enjoyed it. That was pretty good a movie. Uh, I did struggle, but they have those little segments where they explain complex financial concepts in in layman's terms. And that helps with like, okay, now I know what's going on in the movie, but trying in my head to figure out, okay, what's actually going on here? And like, what are they actually buying? And what does it actually mean? That, that kind of occupied my mind the whole time and distracted me from, from the movie a little bit, because it doesn't really matter in terms of like actually just watching the movie and getting, getting what's going on on the screen. But, um, but in my head, I'm like thinking like, well, what, what does this actually mean? What actually happened? Um, which is always what happens when something's based on a true story, especially if what I always end up doing is trying to figure out what part of this is fiction and what part is real. Uh, and in this case, in this case, it was pretty obvious of like, like the movie acts like nobody knew the financial crisis was going to come or the housing market was going to crash more specifically. Nobody knew they were the only ones that figured it out when in reality, everyone knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of when it was going to happen. And the, the amazing thing that, that, the, that these guys pulled off was figuring out when it was going to happen and betting all in on that uh, and, and almost losing it all because they were, they were wrong <laughs> by a, a little less than a year. Um, but well, that, yeah, it was, it was a great movie, but it's my fault for not, yeah. not to get bogged down in the details, but that was part of the thing that pissed off Steve's Carell. Steve's Carell. What the Steve's hell is Carell. wrong with me? That's his rapper name. Okay. <sighs> One of the things that pisses off Steve Carell's character in that movie is that they were wrong because they should have been right. Like, the only reason yeah. they were wrong is because the system was actively representing the credibility Yeah, and well, they simplified that, ads. too. They simplified that, too, because I know you being in finance, you know that part of the reason part of the reason prices inflated was because it was going through a squeeze before the crash, which happens a lot where like everyone's starting to make bets on like what's about to happen. And, and it, and it can cause some inflation in the prices. Uh, they don't, they don't explain that. They don't need to explain that. Um, but the way they portray it is a simplified, like the system is rigged and that's why this is happening. When in reality, it's not just the system is rigged, which it is to some extent, but the system's also so incredibly complex and so reliant on on impossible to understand things that are happening behind the scenes everywhere all at the same time that shit like that can happen where it's like the market's crashing but stock prices are going up at the same time like how does that how does that how does that work what does that mean um and yeah the, the movie doesn't need to go into that stuff but uh it can be distracting trying to figure out that stuff while you're watching it. Obviously. That's definitely the but case yeah, with like uh, lots of true stories that are about a kind of yeah. technical thing, like yeah. medical documentaries. They can kind of 
I mean, Big Short's not a documentary, but even like a medical kind of drama, they have to gloss over some of the details. Yeah. Or they just have to some throw bike, yeah. it out as techno babble that you're not meant to understand and then like restate right. it. I think that's probably one of the bigger successes of the Big Short is that it wasn't just like, I don't know, they didn't have a scene where they're like, Steve Carell speaking to his wife. He's like, ah, the CDOs are turning belly up. And then the wife yeah, goes, they what's a CDO? Listen, all you gotta know is or like... <laughs> the, the exposition is uh, <laughs> it's extremely in your face, yeah, blunt yeah, yeah. on the nose, but it's supposed to be and they play with that and, and make it a thing which is, yeah, it, it was smartly done. Um, it's it's yeah, definitely smarter done than just, you know, having the audience stand in Wait a minute now. Yeah, Say that in trying English, to, yeah. please. Trying to work Whoa. it into the story where it doesn't really belong is like, yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah. Speak English, hello? <laughs> uh, That's one of my yeah, favorite really lines. That shit. If you were going to have like a any kind of generic movie drinking game, that phrase would have to be on your bingo card. Is Yeah. This, this movie... English, please. Yeah. Made from like a bad director or like a CSI uh, writer or something like that. <laughs> this movie could be completely different. You'd have the scene where you know, like like the the CEO guy who who gets in his office and listens to the the heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. There would totally be a scene where he does that and he's just typing on his computer and there's like spreadsheets <laughs> opening up and shit and then there's like numbers and stuff flying around his head. And he's like, <gasps> but instead the reality of it is he was just in the movie. He just he's looking at Express spreadsheets and just scrolling down and looking at the stuff like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, and that's like that's how it is. Um, so I thought that was pretty good. But um, anyway, yeah, good stuff. Um, and the other thing I've watched is I watched the full season one of Stranger Things. Yeah, finally, it's been a while, so we can probably go like spoilers on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to go deep into spoilers in case someone gets hooked by what I was talking about or something. But yeah, like we don't have to tread so daintily. Yeah, and I, I don't think that's that's the kind of it's not. Well, I don't know spoilers. Spoilers ahead, but but we'll try it. We'll try to keep it light. The, the 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 first, a lot of the lighter spoilers won't at all ruin the show. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, that it's a great show. I think the way people are describing it, which is, um, I don't know if you've heard this, but but people are focusing a lot on the fact that it's like a combination of eighties yeah. movie techniques uh, all th- thrown into a bucket, um, and and I think that's true. Like it, it very clearly it wears its influences on its sleeve, and it draws from all sorts of things that are very, very obvious, like ET and stuff like that. Um, but I think it's doing it a disservice to describe it that way because your assumption is is that it's it, that it doesn't have an identity of its own that is just aping something that was great once, and and it's trying to like it's trying to rely on nostalgia when it's really not. It's it's more like it's an honest attempt to make that kind of of yeah. Of movie. And I, I, I refer to it as a movie because it's it's less a TV show than a movie. It's a really long movie. Um, the the storyline could be compressed into a movie very easily or or even more accurately, three different movies that kind of follow three different sets of characters that all relate to each other. Um, but yeah, it, it has an identity of its own. It, the way that it's directed, it's music and everything. They draw inspiration from these 80s techniques, but but it's it's very well done and it and it does its own thing very successfully. I, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I really liked it too. Um which you already know, of course. But yeah. I I had a similar experience, which is I went into Stranger Things. I had no idea what it was or what it was about. I just knew the name and my little brother wanted me to watch it because he said it was good. I didn't know anything. And I could tell it was kind of like some of those movies, but I didn't think too hard about what they were like, right. and it just... i it, it was never distracting to me. Part of that just might be that I haven't seen too many of those, like, 80s mm-hmm. ragtag group of boys. I haven't seen The Goonies. Um, I haven't seen... I've seen E.T., but... Like the Goonies once. is a big one. That it, the E.T. and The Goonies are probably, like... Well, especially for the kids storyline are like huge, uh, very, very similar stuff. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I went in with the expectation, Oh, 
what this thing is, is something that draws influences from those movies. And so I was kind of looking for that stuff. But even then, it isn't distracting. There's a few scenes where it's like, oh, I see what they're doing yeah. here. Like this is like, like they like, and, and a few uh, recurring things like, uh, like the kids bikes is like a yeah. very ET thing. And, and there's a scene towards the end of the movie <laughs> where they, they buy a bunch of, items to fight the monster yep and they're like setting up the house and it's like this is this it's been done over and over in the 80s uh and and they do it exactly the way you expect it to be done they they throw a little bit of a surprise in there but for the most part it's just like yep that's what this is uh and and yeah it it oh and the whole government thing like the government going after the kids and then running away from them and stuff Uh, yeah that kind of stuff is is so obvious where it's getting its inspiration from but uh but it's not distracting and it and and it doesn't i've heard i've heard very few people but there are people out there saying like well it's more copying it's not like paying homage it's more like just kind of copying that stuff but but i don't don't think think yeah i don't think it copies it to the point where it's yeah where it's like plagiarism or anything like it's it is an homage but it's but it it does its own thing enough to yeah. And the fact that they the fact that they merge so many different things successfully into one show and and do it do it in a way that actually melds together logically and 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 works and 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 is paced really well is a feat of itself. Um so yeah. Yeah, to return to something you said earlier, one of the things that's worth clarifying is that it's not really like the techniques that seem to be lifted. It doesn't seem to be, it's not like a Kung Fury kind of thing where it's shot to look like it was made in the eighties. It's made yeah, using modern cinematic techniques and HD cameras. And uh, except the title sequence was, was definitely on film, which I loved. It was great. If you will, if you pay attention to like the way that they shoot it and the, uh, the lettering, especially when it's still on the screen, you can see the jitter of the film. It's like, I think it was legit shot on film. I, I want to look it up and see actually, but either way, but yeah, it's, other like that's not a that's just a small thing, right? It it doesn't seem like they're going for the, uh, this is a throwback kind of presentation. The elements that they're pulling in were clearly featured a lot in movies of that time, like the kids yeah. on the bikes and you know encountering a big deal government threat that they can feel courageous because they don't understand what how grave it all is and it's yeah. like all that stuff clearly came from that 80s lineage but the presentation it's not like a a tribute or it doesn't look like a tribute to 80s movies it looks like yeah they looked at yeah a modern movie that kind of owes something to those older movies I, th- yeah and and it's like they looked at those movies and they said let's make one of those movies but not try to be one of those movies. Just let's make that kind of thing, but totally use 2016 techniques. They even had a CGI monster. Like they could have made the monster, um, rubber, like a puppet, you know? And they could have said like, well, let's stick with the kind of effects that they would have in the eighties, but they didn't. They just said, well, we, we've got CGI. It didn't look great. That's one of my complaints about it actually, but like big deal, whatever. It's a show low budget relatively. So whatever. But, um, but yeah, they they didn't try to yeah exactly they didn't try to just say oh look it's it's like one of the Steven Spielberg movies it's what if Steven Spielberg made a movie in 2016 that was like one of those movies and and plus Aliens and and E T and The Shining and whatever like it's all sorts of shit uh, thrown together and and yeah and I say thrown together but it's really immaculately pieced together it's, in a way yeah that, it's woven together it's, it's great. Um, Great, great show. And the soundtrack. God, the soundtrack is amazing. I love it. The original stuff and the licensed stuff is perfect. Um, I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's a fun show, and it doesn't overstay its welcome at all. Yeah. They say they're making a season two, and it looks like it might continue on from season one because they kind of ended on a open... Yeah, it, little, they very, Not like cliffhanger, but... Very plainly um, were leaving things open on purpose, I would rather them do what's really popular now, which is like volume two, where it's like an entirely different story and different cast and everything. But we'll see. Um, Cause I, I just don't know. I, I don't feel like I'm kind of skeptical the magic. about a season two. Yeah. Show. 
It seems like yeah. so much was just aligned so perfectly for this first season, how new it all was. Mm-hmm. Um, this, how first I'd be really style excited. And... I'd be really excited if I didn't expect it to be an actual sequel. If it was... If it right. was, we're going to do another Stranger Things, and it's going to be something completely different. This one, this time, it's going to be whatever, like an even completely different genre or something. That's like still kind of mystery, like an X Files style. Like this is just a completely different story. That would be great. Uh, but I don't know. I don't yeah, know if they'll do that. Without getting too specific, there's two parts of the ending that seem to suggest them going off into two different ways. There's mm-hmm. like you know one thing. <laughs> it seems like uh, it's it just is there to show you that there's more of these the weird things out gone. there, right? There's yeah. there's a big old world of this stuff, and we've only scratched the surface. So that was one of the little like open ends that they left, which I think sets up a season two pretty well because they could do anything with that. There's mm-hmm. another little setup that they do that is very character specific and. Yeah. It it actually ropes in several characters that you just can't, you wouldn't be able to do a season two without addressing those points. So, yeah, and it could be that they like set it ten years later or something like that, Maybe. which I could see that I could see that working. But still, if they're going to use the same concept of like what here's what the threat is and 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 here's where the, the it's the same town and that kind of thing, then I I, I don't think it would be as interesting. Yeah. Um, and- that's another thing that 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 experience was the first exposure those people had to the paranormal. If and that was part of what was so interesting right, about it, how they yeah. react to it. If there's people who've been there, done that, it d- doesn't work. So yeah, but who knows? Whatever. Maybe they've already got the plan. It seems like these Netflix shows they've already got maybe, the whole long con laid out. I don't think maybe there's ever do a it. doubt of season two really. Maybe they'll do the thing where it's an entirely new cast and everything. And the first couple of episodes, they're rediscovering the same threat, but with people who've never seen it before, and they're all freaked out. And then you get the rugged uh, one of the one of the kids is all grown up, and he's got a beard now, and he's been living he's been living in a shack outside of town, and everyone thought he was crazy, but oh, it turns out he's right the whole time, and he says, "I know how to kill it. We, we, we need to find her. We need to find the girl." I would hate that. I really hope they don't do that kind of thing. I could see it happening, though. I could see like uh, Netflix getting getting saying like, "Well, we need to. This worked, and so we need to do more of it." Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. I, just, I don't know. I, a, I love it though. I love it as a thing on its own. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, I'm happy with what I got, and I just hope that they handle the next step well. Yep. All right. Let's talk about No Man's Sky. Okay. Yes. So for the third week in a row, Push the Shot is reporting <laughs> this time, that No this Man's time Sky is, right. is officially released. And for the first time, we have been right. Or me, I have, me myself, have been correct. I I have been it's the one making now. these blunders. I On apologize. PS4 and PC. Yes. Okay. So it's um, out. Did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Thought about it. Uh, I just don't want to pay $60 for it. That's all. Uh, and plus... I mean, I could get it and unrefund it or whatever, but I, I'm not sure. There's a lot of people that. having issues with it. There's a lot of people having uh, issues with it freezing or just not running well in general, stuttering. Apparently, it's badly optimized and doesn't work on a lot of machines. Um, so uh, people with 1080s are saying like they're having frame rate issues and stuff. So oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on there. Uh, it seems like there's just some really weird... Like, like if you lock it at 60 frames per second, it actually caps at like 30 frames or something. And then if you raise it to 90, then it goes to 60. It's like they've just completely fucked up the whole PC uh, side of things. Um, but, and, and and I say, I don't know how what percentage of players are experiencing that kind of thing. I know a lot of them have just been playing the game with no problem, uh, or at least no complaints. But, uh, yeah, that game, I've gone through a roller coaster with that game. Last time I was on, I was saying, yeah, it looks okay, but but not good enough to get, and, and, and like not, not what I'm really looking for out of it. I stand by that, but the more I've seen of it, the more I've seen people actually like playing the full game. Uh, it it seems okay. I can see the appeal of it. I think I could have fun with it. I don't think it's necessarily worth sixty dollars. But um, people were being super negative, especially pre-release when uh, copies were being leaked and people were streaming it. And I remember specifically saying I, I was wrong. Uh, I remember specifically saying. They said, wait for the day one patch. Uh, 
And I said, well, the day one patch never fixes things. It never, it never significantly changes the game. Like what you're seeing is what you're getting. Well, it turns out the day one patch was actually pretty significant. Um, Okay, it yeah, added, yeah. I was about to it, say that, I mean, the fact that there's so many PC problems suggests that they might have actually been telling the truth when they said they needed more time to work on the PC well, version. Well, yeah, with the PC version, they needed more time than they gave themselves, I think. Uh, but the point is, like, even the PS4 version, before the patch, before the day one patch, was a completely different game than, than after the day one patch. Um, the inventory was almost rehauled. Like, you've got way more inventory space. Uh, multiple times more inventory space, which is a big deal because it's all about gathering stuff and you reach your cap really, really soon. So people were streaming this game out playing with an inventory space that had, like, a tenth of the space that they would have in the in the full game. And so they were really frustrated because it's like, oh, well, I'm just constantly going into the inventory. When in, in reality, yeah, it's still very inventory-based, but, like, not nearly as bad as it looked. Um... People, another big complaint before release was, well, there's no aim. There's no objective. You get to the center of the galaxy. Who cares? It's just like you're just wandering around. Well, the, the day one patch added a what, what basically amounts to a main quest, um, like, like a specific uh, series of planets to follow uh, with some sort of underlying light storytelling. Um, so that's a huge deal. Uh, that they, wasn't in the beta at all. Or not the yeah, apparently, beta, really. that was not in the in the pre-release version of the game. Uh, some kind of some tutorial stuff, I think, was also left out of the pre-release. Um, they changed the way that the moons uh, are rendered. Like they 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 used to have it where every planet's moon had a lot of stuff on it, but then they decided, oh no, mo- moons need to be more barren than planets, and so. They made a lot of the moons more barren, so it's more of a it's more of an interesting thing when you find a, a moon that actually has stuff on it. Um, so yeah, they they actually added a lot of stuff in the in the day one patch that I think fixed a couple of really major complaints about the game. Um, and yeah, it, the game seems all right. It, it doesn't seem great. If I if I were imagining my perfect no man's sky, it would be completely different than what it is, uh, and probably thirty dollars cheaper. And well, if it was what I wanted it to be, it could be sixty dollars, I think. But what I wanted to what I wanted to be is something that they couldn't make with the amount of people and the budget that they were working with. I'm sure. But like, I here's here's my biggest complaint actually, and I don't think most people care, but I do. Uh, the ships, when you're flying near the surface of the planet, it only lets you get to a minimum height, and then you have to press a button, and it goes, it does an auto landing sequence. Ah. Uh. And that sucks because I think a lot of the fun of the game would be flying low to the ground on these strange planets and like exploring them with your ship. But instead, that's you just what I thought it was all about. Actually, yeah, kinda. And 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 it's not. Um, so that that's pretty disappointing to me. Uh, also, so there's there's other creatures and you can interact with them. You can like buy and sell from them. You can buy their ship off of them. Um, which is interesting. It's more than I thought there would be in that game. I thought that the ships would, all the ships that you would see would just be empty shells. Uh, but, uh, and there's like different races and you learn their language and stuff, uh, which is cool, but they're, they're everywhere in the, in the entire game. Like you never not, you never run into planets or systems as far as I can tell that don't have other species running around in their ships and stuff. Like intelligent species. Yeah. So every place is, like explored and you would think but but you but you still have the ability to to explore stuff and and discover it and name it but like there's people landing on the planet around you so it's that's bizarre I, that doesn't make any sense and i i would love it i would much prefer it if there were little sections of the world that that were populated and then when you actually got out to the unpopulated stuff it had that feeling of emptiness that that is supposed to be I would think was supposed to be like a, a concept of the game of like, Oh, I, I'm out here on my own. I would think so too. I, whoa. Uh, <laughs> and I'm not positive. I'm not I, positive I would that there have aren't. ever have guessed they would do that. Yeah. Like it seems the entire point is the opposite of that. Is that you're exploring where, for the first time all these. Exactly. Yeah. The, the planets that you explore, they should feel like massive expanses of uncharted alien territory with, flora and fauna that no one in the universe has ever seen before yeah it shouldn't feel like an airport yeah like and that's exactly what, what like, the there's, hell? there's space like, stations where there's, there's ships just constantly going and coming from the space station and it yeah that 
that would be cool to have in in certain pockets, but but and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's some systems that are completely uninhabited, but it seems like everywhere that I've seen has had ships and stuff flying around, no matter what, pretty much. Uh, which which just yeah, it takes away a, a lot from from the the atmosphere, I think. Uh, and then um, and and the the planets, they're really big. They're really impressive. There's there's a variety there that a lot of people claim there isn't but there i think like a lot of people say well it's just oh you go to this planet there's green trees you go to this planet there's blue trees there's more to it than that there's a you you can find really interesting planets um but i don't think it 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 needs more bizarreness i wish they turned it up to a hundred you know where it's like like in minecraft sometimes you would have like crazy mountains and stuff form with like big overarching overhangs and a waterfall coming down and this doesn't usually have that kind of thing and the planets. I thought that was the whole point of the game, like flying yeah. underneath stone arches. That would be really like... cool, yeah. Uh, but that's not how the game is. And uh, and the planets are also, I think, a little bit, ironically, a little bit too small. Uh, from what I've seen, it doesn't look like it has that sense of scale that you would expect from like landing on a new planet. Like, you, there's no big mountains or anything, so you never get like a big view of the planet. You're always down where like the next hill is a hundred yards away and you can't see away to see further than that. Uh, I, it's just little things like that that add up and like make it not what I want. Um, but yeah, it, it, it could be really cool. And it, from the, from the sounds of it, they're going to add some interesting stuff. Like they're apparently going to add base building and allow you to like get a capital ship and that kind of thing. But it, it, I think it's still going to be aimless to the point where it's not really, it doesn't really matter. From the look of it, though, it could have been a lot worse. Oh, people are people are still acting like it's a disaster, and I don't think at all. I don't think it's a disaster at all. It's 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 a fine game that's overpriced, and a lot of people don't think it's overpriced. A lot of people are having a ton of fun with it, and I, I, the PC launch was is has been bad uh, to say the least. But the game itself, as far as like what the game is and what it features, is pretty much pretty much what they advertised there's been the whole debacle over multiplayer where sean murray specifically said in the past that there's multiplayer and it doesn't look like there's multiplayer but nobody's really positive yet whether there is or isn't um it's just not yeah it's it's probably not uh but yeah um that's all weird and and kind of i don't know I, i i don't know what happened there did they plan to implement it and then ended up not having the time uh did they lie about it all along? Who knows? Uh, but, but yeah, the game itself seems fun. Yeah, yeah multiplayer is, is hard. It's hard to put in a game. It's not yeah. as simple as just multiplayer on. So yeah. it's totally understandable that something like that could fall apart. But I don't play games like this, the kind of Minecraft. I know it's not Minecraft. I'm not trying to make like a cheap comparison here. I just mean games like that where you're exploring a world, you're gathering resources, that kind of thing. I never play those alone. Like, except for the first time, like, I ever played Minecraft. I always play with other people, and we start from the beginning, and then we go through it as far as we want to play. And, I, you know, not being able to do that is a pretty big deal to me. Yeah, and that's not what... been a huge deciding factor in buying this game. That's not what their vision with the game has ever been, or what they've ever... So even when Sean Murray has come out and said that there's multiplayer in some way, uh, he's always emphasized along with that comment, like, this is not supposed to be a multiplayer experience. Like, it, it, you shouldn't buy this expecting to play with your friends. Like, it's a, it's a single-player experience. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, I have not been keeping a close eye on yeah. this guy. So, but people built it I guess up in their I was heads saying to there, be a multiplayer thing. Um, right, and, is that and, if and I was excited make, for this and thought it would have that? Was, so. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's fine. I'll get I, it on sale. I think I will. I, I might get it on sale too. It looks cool. I keep seeing screenshots of it where like people will find interesting creatures or interesting planets, and it's like, well, that that looks really neat, and I would like to, you know, go out there and explore a little bit. But it's not sixty dollars worth. There's just no way. So there you go. Um, and that's the only real like news that I have. Uh, I have a little smidgen of news. Uh, Blizzard upgraded the Overwatch servers to 66 tick. Oh, really? From 21 tick. Yeah. So hmm. now it's actually playable. Good like, for them. On a, 
on a serious level, I say, not like, you know, I don't know how competitively viable it is, but they've at least made their servers have what they need to actually take like hit detection seriously and have it correspond to people's actual skill. Yeah. Um, so there were definitely definitely, like every time I would play that game, I would notice one or two deaths where it was like, this probably shouldn't have happened. Right. Um, Like I'm pretty sure I was behind wall when the red hog hooked me. Yeah. That's probably the most obvious thing, but there's also like getting shot by Hanzo when you duck behind the wall. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Everything's that, just more accurate cool. now, if you put that right. in. I need to uh, play that game. Thing. I haven't played it in, like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, like, a month off from it, and I just went back to it, no problems, which I think is a good sign for a multiplayer mm-hmm. game like this. Definitely. You can stand to go back to it after putting it down <laughs> yeah. for a while. Um, yeah, it's a good game. I also started replaying Cave Story, one of my favorite games. Absolutely you know, you've played Cave a lot Story. of Cave Story. <laughs> played a lot of Cave Story. Uh, so I started another Cave Story playthrough, and uh, it's just as fun as I remember. Great game. Nothing more to say, though, there. Uh, I haven't checked in. It's been a long time since I actually had the world record on Wind Fortress in Cave Story. And uh, I'm still I'm still peeved about it. And I'm going to tell you why I'm peeved. Because I played with one of these. It was actually a PlayStation 3 controller. But I played with a controller to set the world record for that. And as it becomes a matter of, like, shaving off tiny pixels Mm -hmm. from boosts, like, it really started to hurt my thumb. I could only do, like, a few attempts in a row, and it was just... That was the most stressful part of it, like, physically. I'm an athlete, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is um, just the thumb motion. The guy who beat my world record uses a keyboard where you have multiple fingers devoted to the movement keys instead of one thumb. Right. And that alone, I do not know how to play the game very well with a mouse and keyboard. No, there's no mouse, just the keyboard. Um, but just on like a physical level, it's less stressful to try to manipulate your movement quickly. Well, it's like trying to imagine like playing CSGO with a thumbstick to, for the movement. Because uh, you're constantly doing that back and forth movement, you know? Yeah, and yeah. that's impossible with a thumbstick. With a keyboard, you have to you have to have two two fingers to make that kind of movement, so that you can instantly go from right to left. So I, I know exactly what you mean, for sure. Um, that you're at a, you're at a an objective disadvantage. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to relearn how to do it. It's not that important to me to have the world record. Um, and when I started this new playthrough, this has been years now. Um, I just immediately wanted to play with the controller because. Until you get to that super, super high level where, like, physical stress on your joints becomes an issue, then it's just, it's so much nicer to just sit back with a controller yeah. and play a platformer that way. So, um, I'm willing to bet you'll eventually game. head to the keyboard, though, because you, you'll want to you'll want to beat some record. I don't think so. I, it's been years since I've lost that record, and I haven't really picked it back up, so... Yeah, we'll I see. think my speedrunning days are over. You we'll won't see. see me getting told or getting asked politely to please be quiet. I was thinking, on any I was thinking about speedrunner speedrunning. Uh, I would love to see a speedrun of the new Doom. Ooh. I think that that could be really interesting. Um, I was thinking sick. about that while playing because, like, there's so there's a lot to that game. Like, as far as like the weapon variety and the enemy variety and everything, like, I could see that being really interesting. Um, but definitely, anyway. and like planning kills because each glory kill exactly would get... there's a lot of strategy Ooh, yeah, behind be cool. like on how you kill things and what you kill them with and that kind of thing uh for sure it would be interesting it also seems like because when i would fail encounters and restart them enemies spawn in the same places everything puts out exactly the yeah, same well definitely. you could memorize the whole game uh, I That'd think, be you cool. know, obviously the monsters respond to where you are and stuff. So there's some AI there, but it seems like it's consistent. And I think the thing that would make it more interesting than like watching like the original Doom, like a speed run of that is like, I think the original Doom for the most part, not always, but for for the most part, like you can kind of run through a lot of the enemies, you right. know, you don't have to. And this one and this one, it puts you in arenas constantly where like the whole objective is to kill everything there until you open up the door. So it would like force some. Yeah, for some actual gameplay rather than just a run through like, Those are like a half life speed run or something. Yeah, definitely. It's um, like the the worst speed runs 
even though Ocarina of Time is pretty cool, just because it's so popular and seeing it get completely broken by speedrunners is yeah. cool. But really, it's not all that fun to watch somebody hop sideways for a couple it's hours. It's interesting in concept, but yeah, to yeah. actually watch it is not. I will say, like, speedruns, like, uh, like, if you look up, like, an original Half-Life, Half-Life 2 has some interesting ones, too, where, like, they've just sectioned it off and they've perfected each section, like, each quick save. Uh, that shit... It's they'd never fight the enemies, <laughs> but that shit is really interesting to like they they're just flying through literally flying through the levels. Yeah. Uh especially using grenade launches broken and stuff like that. And the physics in that are yeah. where you can just so that, go infinitely fast if you do it right. Yeah. So that can be interesting, but I'd also like to see one where like they're actually having to play the actual game. Uh, yes. Those are always speedrunning can be surprisingly fun fun to watch. Um Alright, well is that it? Yeah, that's all I have. That's all I have to. That's all I have on the docket. Well, guys, we survived the Thunderation. I'm very glad that um, our emergency preparedness efforts, though, they will continue into next week when we discuss probably one to two more video games, if we're lucky. So Possibly, yeah. Tune in. Actually, are there any, like, events? Just before we shutter the doors for tonight, is there anything coming up that you should be aware of? I heard a rumor that Rockstar is going to be at a PlayStation conference thing on September 7th. A little birdie told mm. me, um, a random user on Twitter, who has apparently I mean, back in the past, but is back a mixed E3, track record. Back at E3, there was the rumor that I choose to believe, which is that there was going to be a Red Dead trailer, Red Dead oh. Redemption 2 or Red Dead something else, and uh, and that they pulled it because of the Orlando shooting, because it had like a scene in the trailer or the trailer or the gameplay or whatever, where they like shot up a bar or something like that. So they, they decided to just change it to a different game. I don't know if I believe it, but I choose to believe it. Uh, I try to believe it. I, want I to choose believe. believe that there is more red dead. coming. My I way. know they'll make another red dead. I, I do know that. I, I just hope it's soon. <laughs> I've um, watched that scene where uh, John Marston rides back to his house while compass plays. Yeah, God, yep. that what? That's the best game. I want to play made. that game again. I want it to come out on PC because I don't want to play it on the stupid 360. Definitely not. <sighs> okay. Uh, I would love it. God, I would love it if they gave it the GTA Five. I know this won't happen. <sighs> I would love it if they gave it the GTA Five treatment and they just fucking redid everything and and made it amazing. That'd oh, be God. too good to be true. I need to not even. I need to not even tease that idea. But, so uh, long as they find a way to monetize that multiplayer, then maybe we have a chance. <laughs> yeah. True. Getting like I don't know what would they have in the old west instead of Megalodon shark cards <laughs> that you could buy. Yeah, <laughs> pesos. Some, you could get some shiny pesos in the cash shop. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Push a shout. It's a podcast.